0: The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com.
1: You're listening to Waddle and Sylvie, live from the Old National Bank State Street Studio. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago, the new home of the Chicago Bears.
2: WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago.
1: A good karma brand's radio station. Barstool Big Cat, host of Pardon My Take, and voluminous tweeter at Barstool Big Cat. It's time for his weekly conversation with Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN 1000. It's right, Barstool Big Cat, Wednesdays now, 4 o'clock. Brought to you by R.J. Curcio and the Curcio Law Offices. If you need a personal injury attorney, give R.J. a call. 312-321-1111. No one's more thrilled about the Kennedy construction being over oh. than R.J. Curcio.
0: He, he, it he, is brilliant, isn't it? To get home in 40 minutes
1: instead of an hour and 15 is incredible. First of all, R.J. loves his um, his clients more than anything. Then he loves Justin Fields second most. And then he loves that the Kennedy construction is over third most. So call RJ today, 312-321-1111. And also brought to you by Stella Blue Coffee. Get yours at StellaBlueCoffee.com. And a portion of the proceeds goes to Paws Chicago. Big Cat, what's up? What What is this voice? I you know. You went on vacation and you came back like this? Are you sick? <laughs> this is his Kathleen Turner voice. Husky. Oh, my
0: God! very husky.
1: <laughs> what happened on vacation? Well, no. Uh, well, first of all, I did get a stomach bug, and then I healed up from that, and as soon as I got back, I lost my voice. Oh.
0: Because, you know, you when you poop care your of pants, it. the next thing that goes is
1: your voice.
3: Yeah, that's your moneymaker. You got to yeah. take care of it.
1: <laughs> you know, this is a lesson. No days off.
3: Yeah, no days off. But yeah, you gotta you gotta you gotta drink some I don't know hot tea or something because I been mean doing look, it. your face is your
1: face is not making any money. So no, your voice is gonna have to do it. Right? Does uh, hot tea help? Uh, I've been drinking hot water with honey. I like some tea. Yeah, it sounds like it's but, working. But but it, it, you should have heard it before. It's brutal. I, I lose my voice once a football
3: season, and there's literally nothing you can do besides just don't talk for like an entire day.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and that's That's tough to do, right? Isn't it? It's easier said than done. Well, people are going to start asking, like, did he just take a vacation? Now he's taking a sick day. So, yeah, I understand it. And it never helps when you come on and fan those flames, too, because inevitably inevitably, I'll get ten tweets then. Yeah. (laughs) People tweet away. Be like, hey, who takes a vacation
0: during football? That's insane. (laughs) Hey, uh, I know you handle gambling losses better than anyone. That's just how you're wired. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. did you have any animosity towards me when uh, when we had this conversation last week? And I said, "Oh, listen, it's, it's a sure thing. Justin over sixty and a half or sixty one rushing yards." And then you made the play right there. And when yep. it didn't hit, did like? Did you want to punch me, or was like mm. it was, No,
3: no, no. And you know how much the play was. I showed I know, it to I you. Know. Um, I
0: didn't mention no, it to anybody. I'll share
1: how much. give like, us the it ballpark. Was a lot. Yeah. More than a thousand, yes, much uh, more.
0: It, it was it was the, an amount that I actually five times fe- more. I feel Ooh. I feel bad that I was like, oh yeah, this is a layup to him, and then but it felt like a layup, didn't
1: it? Yes, and especially watching him run, I thought he hit it easily. I, he was at 50 uh, and, a half. and then I looked down and I'm like, oh, he's only got sixty. Yeah, and then he
0: then he actually got it, but then remember they had a holding call. That brought it back. Oh, no. Yes. Yeah. The uh, it was
3: it was bad. Yeah. That that was why I wasn't mad at you because that holding call and then he got, like he lost that three yards. I'm yeah. more mad at your stupid producer Tyler for throwing out that Tennessee or yeah. whatever it was. I can't remember what it was. Was it a Texas? A basketball? a it to
0: Texas. Texas they lost yeah. by a billion.
3: Yeah. By a billion. <laughs> so that's his fault. So yeah.
0: No. You don't. Okay. You
3: don't.
0: Okay. I can never be mad at you. I feel better now. I actually, I was, I you know, I felt some shame there. Mellerum had brought it up to me, and I felt very conscientious about it.
3: I yeah. lost too. Yeah, no,
0: I made good. the
1: play as well, but it wasn't. It wasn't like Tyler. Was. Tyler isn't the uh, college football ga- uh, gambler he fancies himself as.
3: No, he stinks. He stinks. He threw out a pick, but I had the Bears anyway, so I was good. Yeah, it was, it was good.
1: Yeah, it was a good time. Are you doing so? We allowed ourselves to do the um, in the in the hunt and in, in the uh, club type thing. Um, are you allowing yourself to think of the possibilities if they do beat the Browns? And I do think they they could and should beat the Browns. Then they've got the Cardinals. Then they've got the Falcons. On what the last weekend of football could be like for us.
3: Did you did you like get a lobotomy on vacation as well? Or do you know who you're asking this to? <laughs> I've been walking around and I've been calling. I've been calling Sunday the gateway game. It's the gateway game to the future of, of the Bears. We're going to walk through Sunday and win and beat beat the Browns, and it's going to be like you know walking into Narnia. I never saw that movie, but I think that analogy works. But that's it's everything. I'm not I'm not going to get myself there until we beat the Browns, who are a very right. good team. Oh, They're tough, them. although they did have some defensive uh, injuries pop up today. But if they win on Sunday, then, yes, we're going to the playoffs. I love we're going to make that. a run.
0: The gateway game. I love that. It's the gateway
3: game. Is there it's the portal game. Is, that, <laughs> yeah. is,
0: is there any shame in being jacked up? No. You know, for being no. part of the 5-8 and eight in the club?
3: No, the because club? we have the one pick. Because we have the one pick. It would be totally different mm-hmm. if we didn't have that first pick in the draft. It would it would feel completely different. We'd be like, ah, oh, do we really want to win? Do we want to, you know, impact player? No, no, no. This is go go win games. This is okay. culture. Yeah. We I mean we talked about it last week, Waddle. Like at yeah. some point, you got to have the culture change. If they can finish this season, the only thing I don't want them to do to finish this season is go like two and three. That would be that would be a bummer. Go Especially four and when one, go five. And ga- no. Well,
1: there's four games left. Well, so no, I it's... said that last
3: week. I said oh. that last week. So they, you know, like I didn't want to do. Uh, Half in, half out, like two and three, and you still feel like, oh, what are are they good? Are they bad? I was like, either go zero and five or five and zero, and four and one. That's fine.
1: Yeah, the grace stinks, right? Like you want Justin right. to to smack you in the face that he's good and you should keep him, or he's not. Right. That,
3: exactly. He's... Just give us an answer. Give us an answer one way or the other.
1: We've been very patient. It's been
0: almost three years, but we're still waiting. We're still willing to wait for the answer for the next four weeks.
3: Yes. Yes, well, alright, so let's talk about this because I got in the debate a little bit today uh, with people online because this is obviously something that everyone's going to talk about right now, is like, what do the Bears do? And I am first and foremost going to trust whatever Ryan Poles does, because I think he actually has built up the equity now, where he's made some smart moves, throw out Chase Claypool, but everything from that, you know, from that forward has been a good move to set up the Bears for the future, so I'm going to trust Ryan Poles. But, if we're going to actually debate it here, I think that people don't fully realize the significance of having a rookie con- a rookie QB on a rookie contract and what that does for a entire roster building situation. And all you got to do is look at basically every single team for the last fifteen years outside of Tom Brady who took less money and what that what those teams have been able to succeed. It is the it is the only blueprint that works in the NFL saw- is having a a, a, a rookie deal with a, a good quarterback.
0: I saw Greg Olson send, I responded, I think, wasn't it, to your tweet, and he's, he said the same thing. He was like, look, you, you have to understand the economics of this decision, and there is an enormous part of this that is an economic decision.
3: It it's it's just littered The the league is littered with Patrick Mahomes. Want you know the the you, there's a reason why the Chiefs keep going to AFC Championship games. There's also a reason why their wide receivers stink this year. Like there's less money to go around. Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts last year. uh you, you know Brock Purdy this year. Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl on his on his cheaper deal. Like all these guys, Colin Kaepernick went to a Super Bowl on on a cheaper deal. All these guys, you just the whole league is littered with this time and time again that if you can get those early deals, like I think even the Eagles, when they won the Super Bowl, Nick Fultz was getting Nick was getting paid nothing. I think Carson Wentz was on his rookie deal. Like that's that's how it works. That's how you can economically figure it out. And it's unfortunate that the quarterback position has gone this way where it, it costs that much money to keep one of these guys, but that's just the reality of it. Daniel Jones is a perfect example. Like Daniel Jones isn't worth $40 million a year, But that's just what happens when the next quarterback becomes
0: available. This is what Greg Olson tweeted. And, and I'm assuming he was tweeting in response to Big Cat, right? Isn't that how? Oh yeah, Twitter he, re, he yes.
1: retweeted Big Cat and Greg Olson
0: said, "No knock on Fields at all. Let's assume the top quarterback in the draft and Fields are exactly the same now and in the future. The tiebreaker goes to starting the clock over before having to pay the quarterback fifty million. Once the quarterback gets paid, he better be able to cover up the holes. Most can't. Exactly. The elite can. It, and right. Sent that to right. Big Cat."
3: And, and that's – and, and, it, and again, I, Tom Brady has broken huge everyone's brain. two football
0: minds having a great football conversation. Big Cat on X. Yes. Greg Olson Big and Big Cat, Big Cat chopping it up.
3: Yeah. So it's, it's, it's so much less about – I think people, obviously, you know, we know this city wants to debate the quarterback always, and I think it's less about Justin Fields as a player and more about just roster building and just using the smartest path to building an entire team that can compete – and unfortunately, that's probably getting, uh, you know, fields traded somewhere. But that's just that's reality. This is how the NFL works. You need to be able to build up every other piece of your team and pay your quarterback two million dollars a year and have them be good for the five year window. Russell Wilson, I forgot Russell Wilson, that was Russell Wilson might
1: be the poster child of all of this. Yeah, with the Legion of Boom and everything like that. Look, I'm okay paying a quarterback if you're 100% certain. I'm not okay, like you said, with Daniel Jones and that group. If I'm still like, okay, I think fields can be good, but I'm not sure. Let's just punt on the first pick and picking a quarterback and let's continue down the road. That's where you lose me. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, right. you you right. have to one thousand percent be sure that Fields is the guy, or else you're just paying a guy and you're screwing up your economics.
3: And play this out. So if you are in the Fields is the guy camp, which I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like de- debate because I, I I do think that Justin Fields has shown us. Flashes and I really do root for him. I want him to succeed. But if you are in the fields as the guy camp, so and we build up the team around him, that means so this is to play this scenario out. That means that he plays great next year, go to the playoffs, all these things. That means the fifth year option has to be picked up, and that means he's now going to get paid forty north of forty million dollars a year. So it's like though, it, even if you want to play the fields as the guy and he play, he takes this huge leap. You still are basically saying your window is now shortened just because you're going to have to start
0: paying him in two years. Well, and at that point, you're going to have to pay DJ more again. He's right, and all the up. entire Brisker, defense, like, Exactly. Know, just, so like, no, you're right. I mean, there's if a, a, it it it's part of the equation. It's the financial component is something that has to be. And again, as Sylvie said, look, if there's any indecision at all, I mean, the that has to be part of you know the equation. So you and, got four and, games and, left to, to make the evaluation, so let it play right.
3: And they always talk about process, right? Like the process is what matters because I can live with doing this path of like trading Justin Fields and, and picking Caleb Williams and, and, and going for it this way. And you know what? You never know with quarterback prospects. So if you want to say, hey, Caleb Williams might not be the guy – I'm not going to sit here and say that he's definitely the guy. I know that that is absolutely a chance that that, that, it, that it doesn't work out that way. But if you do the process over and over again, it should work. If you do it that way, if you take step one, step two, step three, and you, and you build it the way that Ryan Poles has set it up to be built, that will work more times than it doesn't, yes, it could still fail.
1: You just got to, smart. Like, I
0: sound smart. I sound, sound smarter great. than I've ever seen. You sound great. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. You, and you and you have a great phone too. By yeah. the way, today. Which well, I, I I got
3: the new phone. Um, yeah, you were Apple phone flexing like, the other day. I know. That's not a, that's not a phone flex. I all I got. I randomly on Monday night got a, a, a text on our group text with you and and Waddle, and it just Waddle just said I agree, and I was like. What? What is he yeah. talking about? Is he drunk? I don't know. No. So when you get a new phone, you switch over. There's like one or two messages that are just gone forever. So I felt like I missed one, and that's not a flex. Wait, upgrade your phone.
1: Well,
0: well I was on well, a couple wait, well, wait models. Wait a minute. Why,
1: why did you miss? Uh, why did you miss my portion of the text chain?
0: Because he's, he's when getting you're, offended, big cat. You're switching over there.
3: on the on the cloud and all that stuff. I almost said the s word. I'm not because you got me bothered. <laughs> all that stuff. Uh, I, I think a couple things always get lost. Like, I always miss, like, one person who I work with was, like, texted one of my coworkers, like, does Dan have a new number? Because it said, like, error does not go through. So that's that the little window where you lose a couple things, okay. and I lost it. Um, I'm not upset that I lost, like, if you told me I was going to lose a couple texts and one of them is a Sylvie text, like, okay, great, I'll sign up for that right now. Who did? But, uh, new phone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got but the new phone, so they... The Apple switched it back. You, I now have to buy new chargers
1: and everything and new headphones.
3: Oh, yeah. So I have to pull it up to my ear like I'm, I'm, I'm uh, Tommy DeVito's agent right now. Oh, that's <laughs>
1: great. You do sound good, though. Yeah, you do sound good. Thank you. Thank Can you. you believe we were joking? Oh, I wasn't joking about it, but Tommy DeVito won NFC Player of the Week over – Brock Purdy over all the Cowboy players. He like he, he had a nice game. It's a fun story, but there's no way he should be the NFC Player of the Week.
3: Crazy. I saw it. I thought it was a joke because it was Zach Wilson and Tommy DeVito. Zach Wilson did play very, very good, but yeah, he, he threw I for mean, better he was, than
1: 300
0: yards, didn't he? Zach yeah, Wilson. at least he deserved yeah. a, li- a little yeah, bit. I'm did. just Tommy shocked DeVito, to see Zach Wilson throw for 300 yards.
3: Yeah, Tommy DeVito was fine. He he made the plays he had to make, but I yeah, I don't. I don't think anyone was like watching that Monday night football game it was like Tommy DeVito's
1: taking over this game. Uh, we were we were also talking about the um the Bulls new uh Ring of Honor and then I I, I completely forgot about it. I guess Barkley talked about it on Dan Patrick. I'm not sure if you, you guys have talked about it. If Michael's gonna show up to this thing, um mm. And then, and then if Michael shows up, is Scotty showing up? And is this going to be like one of the super awkward things that we have to look forward to in January with Michael and Scotty being together now that they hate each other?
3: Ooh, this is a good question. I think, and you can tell me if I'm way off, I feel like it's going to be a MJ comes if Scotty's, if it's like
0: clear that Scotty's not coming. I think MJ comes and just makes says, Scotty, if you want to be there, be there. If not, you know That's what? That's true, because Beat MJ
3: it. does like, you're right, because MJ is very much like, what do I care? Yeah. Like, I'm Michael Jordan. I don't care. He can say whatever he wants. Everyone everyone has kind of made up the, the decision, and rightfully so, of like, we kind of feel bad for Scotty
0: at yeah. this point because he keeps doing this stuff, and it's like weird, and it doesn't really make sense. My, Michael's not adjusting his schedule. Scotty can adjust his.
1: Like you, you can't honor the ninety five ninety six 96 Bulls without Michael and Scotty being there. Especially no, you Michael, can't. You can't have a, hey, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back the ninety five ninety six Bulls. Oh, by the way, Michael's not here. Like, you can't do any sort of honoring of that team without Michael Jordan. Yeah, it'd be crazy. It would actually be a very big
3: embarrassment. Like that would be a we would be a punchline if that happens. So let's let's hope that doesn't
0: happen. I think it would be great drama.
1: Have we gotten to uh, any Draymond uh, Green news about suspension? Oh my god,
0: he's he should be
3: he should suspend himself. He it's it's pathetic. What time. is his like
0: motivation for doing what he's doing? In your seriously, in your opinion, what what is going I on? I think with him? I think he's a
3: he's a, he's a proud guy who was once a very, very good basketball player, Excuse and he's lost being a very good basketball player, and now he's just going to be a bully. And it's sad because, like, I just, like, Steph is still an incredible player, and he's stuck now. Like, they kind of, this was, remember, we went back to this, we had this debate a few months ago where it's like, yeah, we would have loved to see the Bulls stick together, but there is something about the sadness of watching, like, these Warriors now and like how sad it looks for Draymond to go out this way. that It does kind of warp how you see a team as
0: they, they, they're not aging gracefully. What's that suspension got to look like? That's got to be 20-25 games, doesn't it?
3: It has to be. I mean, he's doing this every single night. Yeah. Every single night it feels
0: like he's doing this.
1: This was six games after his five-game suspension. You can't, like Waddle said, you can't just double the five-game suspension and give him ten on the heels of a five-gamer. You have got to do exactly that. You have got to make a point and say this is not going to be tolerated. We don't believe anything you say. Yurkic said, like, I was scared he was going to strangle me or something to that effect. Um. Yes, you have got to do like a twenty gamer.
3: Yeah, yeah. Because it, it does feel like there's, and it's also we're at the point we're long past the point where anything really changes how he acts. So, yeah. you're, you you kind of have if you're Adam Silver, you kind of have like one last shot to be like, hey, this is over. And if it's if you keep doing it, like the next one has to be like a year. It's crazy. He's crazy. He's lost yeah. his mind. We we said it. We said it when we started. We, I think he said like two or three incidences like this. Uh, This season, but he is Mike Tyson biting ears. Where it's like, yeah, you can't knock anyone else
1: out. It's a go, just
3: go crazy.
1: It's, it's so you guys don't believe what he said after the game that he was flailing his arms without the intention of trying to hit him. He would normally say when he when the intent was there. He doesn't deserve the the benefit of the doubt from
3: me. No, and it's it's. I mean, he's made this argument before, and it's like you're a world class athlete who has insane, out of this world body control. Yet somehow you keep kicking people in the junk and hitting people in the face. How does that make sense? It's not
1: he's not like a newborn that doesn't know how to control his limbs. (laughs) Um, And then uh, the uh, the Otani news did that. uh, Were you like upset about it? Were you already anticipating they weren't getting him? How did you feel?
3: I was I was ups- I was not upset at first with the seven hundred million dollars and then when I saw this deferment it's very clear that like this deal is like a four hundred and sixty million dollar deal. Right. It's not a seven hundred million dollar deal. So then I I got kind of upset again. I was like, why weren't we in this? Why weren't we why weren't we part of this? Like we, we could we not have offered five hundred million? But then again, I, I do think that there's probably some truth in the fact that like he was always gonna go to the Dodgers. It really like I even saw that he got um, his UCL injury I'm pretty sure he used a Dodgers physician to, to get it uh, done so it's like yes. I, I, it probably had we probably had no no one probably had a chance
1: outside the Dodgers so you can't really be that upset. We're gonna play that too. Um, uh, we've got uh, we've got sound of oh, Verducci Tom Verducci talking about that and if the Cubs ever had a chance when when you're done we're gonna play the the, the clip about that. Uh,
3: did, did, what did he say? Did he say that we do or well, did we did a, or did we didn't? It's did called the
1: it? tease. You got to No, gotta a tease, around. A tease, it's, it's, tease. You just, you got a tease, tease. You still got it. You still got it. This ain't of my take, you know, where we can just go on forever
3: and that's just true. play this now. That's true. You now, guys got you outs know. and everything.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right, Big Cat.
0: All right. Are oh, we winning this week? Thank you so much. Are we winning in Cleveland? Uh, yeah, we're winning. We're winning. I, I did not, that was not convincing.
3: I, listen the Browns are have a really good defense and i I don't know if you guys have done it in your head but like we Justin Field's first game as a pro that was one of the worst games I've ever watched in my life so hopefully
1: we can exercise some demons and and hit the gateway game the gateway game I, I love it I love that term the gateway game it's so it true. is it's
3: the gateway to all of our happiness it' like the, the, come come you know three thirty four o'clock on Sunday
1: we will have a lot of answers. You're so right. You are so right. All right, big cat. Good stuff. Really on smart football conversation from you today, you buddy. Know that was awesome. You know it. All, All right, right. see you guys. So there he is, All right. Bar- Barstool Big cat. <laughs> Each and every uh, Wednesday now, at four I, o'clock.
0: I did think it was it was funny and it was a good interaction with him and Olson. Usually it's just busting balls, but they actually were getting in the, you know, they were getting in the football lab having right, a conversation. Right.
1: I, there are ways that you could you could figure it out. You could always punt with with the salary cap. You know how that works. But you've got to be sure about the quarterback. Of course. If you pay him you've got to be sure that There's was no, great. That was Greg's point. Yeah. He
0: said, listen, once you do that then the guy you pay has to be able to make up for the mistakes of others. That's just the reality. The elite guys are are saddled with that responsibility.
1: All right, I want to bring up a a couple of Otani points. Uh, We were arguing with Wilbon about a couple of things yesterday. Wilbon insists the Cubs never had a shot at Otani. Was he right? Tom Verducci uh, was on Dan Patrick, and he explained what he knows. I'll play that. And also, uh, I went at Wilbon over his Otani take that he's not, that he's sort of overrated and he's not impactful because of his record. And I gave him a few stats of his favorite ball players growing up as a kid. And then, oh boy, Wilbon got pissed at me yeah, via text. Yeah. Speaking of text messages, uh, we'll we'll share all that with you coming up next.
2: Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitter at ESPN1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago.
1: All right, tomorrow we're going to uh, talk to Jeff Passan, by the way. Jesse's going to be out at... um, the holiday party, by the way. Oh, good. Bub City and Rosemont? Yeah, Bub City, Rosemont, our big holiday party. We want to see you. Hopefully, we'll all be healthy by then. <laughs> really? It's 48 hours from now, champ. Um, so, we better be. You think we're going to be healthy by then? I'll, I'll, uh, my prediction is that your high will have full voice by Okay. Then. All right. That's my prediction. Now, tomorrow at uh, Real Time Sports in Elk Grove Village... Who knows? All bets are off. That's a uh, late edition. It's a uh, hey, come get some. Come get some of this. It's Come get some. Come come join the club, the
0: five and eight in the hunt club.
1: That's what this is. Yeah. So um, we're in, celebrating being in the hunt. In case you did not know, tomorrow a late edition, Waddle and I are going to be out at uh, Real Time Sports, an old times, an uh, old standby. A real time sports Elk Grove Village, 2 to 6, and then the big holiday party at uh, Bub City in Rosemont, 2 to 6 on Friday. So we're going to have all the performances on Friday. Uh, we're going to have uh, some samplings of the 19 Crimes yeah. wine.
0: Have we have confirmation that all five finalists are going to be there to perform?
1: I don't know about all five. I did see that. Um, one of them who's the uh why can't i think of his name my brain with all the meds i'm on um got a name he's got a name who's the uh the cubs guy who always Danny say, Rocket Danny Rocket's going to be there i know Danny Rocket is by confirmed. the way didn't he Jason do- Holdsworth is confirmed as well did i see Danny Rocket did did uh, a version of his song for the Brewers, too. Yes, he did. Yeah. Yes, he did. He did that on demand because Black wanted it. Yes. Black wanted to hear a uh, – did you hear the, uh, the, F, the uh, F the Cardinals one, Maller? I think I did. Yeah, that was Friday. Yeah, so that yeah. made the I, think finals. I listened. Yeah. We picked that for the finals. You know, any song with F in it yeah, is, yeah. is going to get children. my vote. Yeah, yeah we're children. Right? And, and F the Cardinals all day, every day. For me, but then yeah, Black asked for an at
4: yes. the Brewers and he How got about, it. Yes. What about a third after the after no rush after Dodgers? Can you get one of those two now going? Yeah. For uh, I look, I, they're not your rival. You're getting a
1: little scared. They're not your rival. No. and in look, I don't the hatred. I I, I want to be the Dodgers yeah. or like yes. I I look up. Uh, like I wish my team would spend yeah. that way or be as creative as them. Or... That's why I wear my Dodger hat because we they should
0: are. all we should all have a baseball team that handles business like the Dodgers. I didn't
1: notice that too that you were wearing your Bears hat today. Yeah, yeah. Right. You've been very hatsy lately. Yeah. No, you yeah. have not uh, had the urge to comb your hair. Tomorrow I will. Oh, you
0: will? Yeah. Okay. it has
1: been a hat. It's kind of cold and flu season, if you know that. Well, th- trying to keep a hat. Does on. that mean hat? That like to me when I wear a hat. It- I get more of a headache from wearing a hat all really? day. Yeah. Is that weird?
0: No. If you're wearing the hat too tight, maybe loosen your hat. <laughs>
4: okay. <laughs> maybe do, your, maybe maybe your hat's a little too tight. I do find it hard when you're going headset to go hat all day. Uh, yeah.
1: Just uh, like yeah, I want to take com- it off.
4: Cumbersome. Hmm? Yeah, yeah. Comfortable
1: that? for you? Yeah. It's not bad. All right, uh, so let me play you the Verducci. This is Tom Verducci. Play me the Verducci. Charlie, are there two bites
4: here that we can uh, play? Yeah,
2: yep. The first one is uh, he, Dan Patrick
4: asks him if the Angels were in on it, and then, yeah, he mentions the Cubs were also not in.
1: All right, so play this for us. Um, and this is oh, confirming Will Bynes got from the start. Boy, about, wait, he's feisty right now yeah he's feisty oh my god about uh whether or not the cubs were really truly ever a player in the otani sweepstakes
2: take a listen to this cubs fans not really i mean they were because they were the incumbent team but all right wait, let, this let's stop the, the charlie members. stop stop it
1: so the the question is about the angels first um and then i'll reference the cubs so Uh, Were the Angels really ever in it, and that's how he reacts?
2: Not really. I mean, they were because they were the incumbent team, but I I just think they knew where the number was going and the fact that he hasn't played a playoff game or come within 10 games of the playoffs with the Angels. uh, They they, they just couldn't match going in what we knew the Dodgers could put on the table in terms of competitiveness. So, no, I, I don't think they were ever an option. I know people talked about the Braves, and they talked about the Angels and the Cubs. Dan, those teams were never really options. You make phone calls because it's Shohei Otani. He's a once in a lifetime, if not more, player. So you make calls. You see where it's going. But actual suitors, two. That's it. How about that?
1: And then, um, it, and, and it, is is the biggest
0: reason for that? Is is that Shohei? Didn't want to play in weather. He wanted to be well, in a he, certain
1: spot. He's got more on that, okay. and I think he talks more, a little more about weather and why he considered the two. And, and the two are the Dodgers and the Blue Jays. It was the Dodgers and the Blue Jays, and that's it. And even though, like you mentioned, the Giants, it was the Dodgers and the Blue Jays, and that is it. And he zeroes in
2: on those two teams and why. It was down to just the Dodgers and the Blue Jays. That was it. It started out as it did its first time he was a free agent when he was leaving Japan. Did not want the East Coast. Did not want the big cities on the East Coast. Did not want weather. That's a big part of it. It, it had to be climate-controlled environment or Southern California, which is what he knows. He is, there's two things Shohei does in life, basically. He plays baseball, and he trains for baseball. He doesn't want to be dealing with elements. Blue Jays, of course, they have a dome, retractable dome. It reminded Shohei a lot of the Sapporo Dome where he played with the fighters in Japan. That made a lot of sense. He went and actually saw their training facility and was blown away by it. They just spent a hundred million bucks on a training facility in Florida. So he liked that. Uh, And he's always hit well there in Rogers center. So they were a legit option. So I thought, I thought that
1: was as, as, as much as we have heard from any insider as to were the Cubs ever truly a player and he says no. No, he says and, there's only
0: two teams. Uh, the the Giants say that they met with him
1: for a couple of hours, but I guess he never even considered the Giants. I, like, he took the meetings, and, and, like, how serious the Cubs made the offer – like this isn't to say that the Cubs didn't give it a shot or Did the they Cubs... have, do we know if they sat down with him at all? Did they ever get any FaceTime? No, with him? because they've been I'm not saying that they didn't sit down with him. We don't know that because everybody had to be secretive about this. And I'm not saying that the Cubs weren't in with a mega offer. They may have been. They may have given it a really good try. He's just telling you from Shohei's perspective right. that Shohei never seriously considered Anybody else, and, and not so much because of money, but because of weather, location, and it, that's what he wanted. He wanted the Dodgers in Toronto, and basically Chicago was disqualified because of the weather. He did not want to play in Elements. Like, he would not like it here in April, in May, and even into June. We don't like it here in April. No, then. we don't. And he would not like it. whether Whatever you think of that, that is, Tom Verducci is as good of an insider as anybody out there. He wrote the best Cubs book I know about the 2016 season, giving me the the behind-the-scenes What's he going to
0: write? What's the Cubs chapter for the 2023
1: offseason going to say? Don't know. I, I, they will do stuff. The Cubs will do stuff. I mean, no one else has been signed. Yamamoto hasn't even gone. Um, Bellinger hasn't gone. Uh, Snell hasn't gone. What do you need as a fan before you'd be ticked off?
0: What do you need? What do you need?
1: The Cubs need a starting pitcher. The Cubs need another bullpen arm or two. Mm -hmm. The Cubs still need a first baseman. The Cubs need a third baseman. Um, they need quite a bit. The Cubs still need quite a bit. So I think there's a trade or two to be made. There's a free agent signing to be made. Um... Yes, this is 80, like, it's sort of like we talk about the NFL. Joining the 82-win club is cool. Yeah. But the 82-win club is not what you strive to be in. You strive to be in the club to threaten to win 90 games a year. That's a harder club to join. And then, and then, then you join the randomness of winning a champion. Yeah.
0: You can't be in the five and eight. We're in the hunt club right now. If you're the Cubs, you've, be, you've, you've exceeded that, that level. You're not in that group. So now it's time for you to do something. I'm interested. Like, look, I, I mean, nobody's panicking because nobody's really signing. Nobody's doing anything. I'm very interested, though, to see what the Cubs do to upgrade their baseball team. I know they, they upgraded their manager. But what else are you going to do? To fortify your baseball team, yeah. which
1: did some interesting things last year, I think Jed would tell you that too. Um, now, as you know in baseball, you don't a lot of those 100 win teams went down early, mm-hmm. and you don't you don't have to uh, with the way the postseason set up. I'd rather be the 100 win team. If you're asking me, would I rather be the 90 win team or the 100 win team? I want to be the one the 100 win team, even with the randomness, but uh, like, they've, they've got to get to work. They're, they're, like, I'm, I'm holding them to a high standard. They're the Chicago Cubs. They have all the resources. Tom Ricketts has built up Wrigleyville. I've always told you that. There is no shortage of money coming into Wrigleyville, coming into Wrigley Field, the sports book, all the tickets they sell, the Marquis Sports Network, all the advertising they sell. There's no reason why they can't afford players, and, and, and now the farm system is built up. It's time to go. Um, as far as Wilbon then, too, Wilbon was was telling us yesterday, well, you know, Shohei may be overrated because he doesn't win with Anaheim. If you caught his segment yesterday, like, um, what has he done you know a, a lot well, like, and we've gotten the calls from other people. Shohei doesn't win. Shohei, what did he do with the Angels? And you heard um, Verducci say, you know, the Angels fell ten games short each and every year they had him. Um, so I, I hit Wilbon where it hurts. Uh oh. I laid out Otani's numbers, his record with the Angels: three thirty-three and three eighty-three. Over his career, good for a 465 win percentage with some of his favorite athletes that Wilbon grew up rooting for. That's a cheap shot. Gail Sayers had a 449 win percentage compared to Shohei Otani's 465, lower than Otani. Ernie Banks had a 445 win percentage. Compared to Otani's four sixty five, now you've started a fight. Dick Butkus had a four ten win percentage oh, no. compared to Shohei Otani four sixty five. This is not to diminish the great Chicago players. This is to tell you that it takes more than one great player or a couple of great players. Remember, Butkus and Sayers together went one in thirteen in the nineteen sixty nine season. That Shohei Otani. Can do great things and can be an impactful player, but it takes much more than Shohei Otani to pick up a team and to win a championship. He's won a twenty six. So, um, no, you it, should
0: have seen it was like Hemingway fighting always. with Steinbeck, <laughs> like they were writing novels to each other. He, oh, he came out Both and two, he, he. Which
4: he one was drunk? Hemingway, uh, Hemingway was famously uh, always drunk. Uh, who, I think
1: so. who, who, come on, who won the argument? I, I got to be
0: one hundred percent honest with you. Who I, mean more comments? with you. I didn't read the, the 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 context of the entire text back and forth because they were too damn long. I just gave you a thumbs up and said, "Yeah, amen to whatever you wrote.
1: I don't even think I read it." Like, would anybody diminish Barry Sanders? No, of course not. Would anyone say that Barry Sanders didn't wasn't great because he didn't win enough in Detroit? No. Do you think if you took Barry Sanders and put him on Dallas, that he would have won more instead well, yeah, of he,
0: Smith? He was a better pure running back than Emmett Smith.
1: Like, we can look at Barry Sanders and say, see the greatness and see the, in, the, how impactful he was and what a game-changer he was. We can look at Otani and say, bad circumstance, greatness. We can do that with Walter Payton's first decade, with the Bears before the 80s Bears really took off. He didn't win. But then, once he was surrounded, the greatness molded together with the surroundings. Guess what? His record was much better in his last five to six years than it was in his first seven gonna or eight. I'm going to give years. you the win.
4: I'll give you the win in the argument. Well, and and Sylvia was giving me the crash course before the show started, and I and I said too, the World Baseball Classic. Like I know it's not regular season or Major League Baseball, but like that was a huge accomplishment. Shohei Otani... Basically, was the main reason Japan beat the U.S. with a bat and with the pitching. Yeah, he struck out Mike Trout. It was in the ninth, wasn't it? Yes, last batter to yeah. win. Like, I mean, I'm sorry, you're ta- like, that was a great moment and a great feat. And if given the chance to perform in the playoffs, I think Shohei Otani's probably going to be, you know, a huge factor in helping his team win if, if he ever gets a shot at it. And with the Dodgers. I feel pretty good saying they'll probably be in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, just uh, to me, I'm not here to tear down Shohei Ohtani. I'd want him every day of the week. And I'd I'd gamble on him being healthy again, even with two um, Tommy John surgeries. And, And if
0: my owner would sign him, I'd be happy about that. And I would also request that my owner also sign other players because it wouldn't stop with Ohtani. He doesn't solve all of your issues. But it's not my money. So I'm going to request that my owner continues to spend. Yeah. Spend, spend,
1: spend, spend. Especially spend, when 68 spend, of the 70 is, is all deferred. deferred. So that, That's the biggest thing here. All right, so that was Verducci. So the Cubs never had a chance. So whatever you think, like I was hoping, I thought maybe they had a good shot. They never did. and And it's not the Cubs' fault. It wasn't a money thing. I don't know how hard or how much they were offering, but... Otani never gave the Cubs a serious look, according to Tom Verducci. Um, We're going to talk to Jeff Joniak coming up at uh, 5 o'clock. It's Waddle and Sylvie. ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to Waddle and Sylvie. Watch us and join the chat. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago on Twitch.tv or the Twitch app. It's time to Find the Great on ESPN 1000, 100.3 HD2, and the ESPN Chicago app. Find the Great, presented by Great Clips. Shout out to uh, our great friends at Great Clips. I saw them at the Bears game in our suite, and uh, always very supportive. We're going to have lunch with them next week as well. Got some great things for 2024 I'll start. I mean, someone inside this building, I remember sitting down here wondering about Montez Sweat and whether or not he gave up too much second-round pick. I didn't love trading a second-round pick. One thing that I questioned was, was Montez Sweat good but not great? Like, did you give up a second-round pick for a good player but not a great player? If he continues to play like this, you gave up a second round pick for a great player. And then I've got no problem with it. Because he has done exactly what Ryan Poles has said. And Ryan Poles handled it brilliantly. I mean, I didn't I was wondering he had never had ten sacks and boy, he is he is pressuring. He has multiplied his performance, making <laughs> other guys better. And um, he is playing like Khalil Mack when they first got him. So The
4: sweat effect? Yeah. Yes. Tez, I think it's Tez, right? Isn't well, I just what, called it the sweat effect. The Tez Eber, effect? Iber has been calling it the Tez effect.
0: In the five games he's been here, 272 yards and 18 points per game is what they're allowing. They've had 11 sacks and 11 takeaways. There's some sound, too. He spoke today at his locker about the difference in the atmosphere here. Well oh, really. The, yeah. If versus you can find Washington. it, Charlie. And he it raves about Washington. it? Yes. Oh. Yeah. 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 He talks about had kind words to say about Eber and and the expectations and stuff here versus the, the case party. where I. What? what was that? Who was that?
1: Not at all. I mean, it wasn't the, the case where I, where I where I came from. It was You know what I'm saying? It was kind of like a uh, just waiting on the season and, and kind of but here is like um, every week, you know, it's, it's a new challenge, and people want to play for the, for the man beside him, and that's, that's what I'm here for. But that is a good uh, endorsement for Eber. He
0: also talks I, later in the piece, right after that, I think he also talks about Iberflus and, and, you know, says some kind things about him. But you, listen, he's, he's a difference maker. He's a multiplier. Could he be a job saver? Yeah. Very possible. You don't know? You never know. Just well, keep playing like this. I mean, it's going to be interesting this week, too, because uh, Yannick Ngakwe was definitely a, a, a beneficiary of having Montez Sweat on the other side, and now he's out. So maybe Montez Sweat can do wonders for whoever fills in for Ngakwe. Now. What do you got? Uh, I don't know if you saw the goal from Connor Bedard last night, Meller and I. Oh. Am- He's sitting over there, headed like, in
1: tight, tight to the body, and a quick, quick flick over wrist.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's like quite Thrister. a Mister. quite Thrister. a quite a release, hmm. quite a release for a young man. Yes, it was. Uh, didn't stay. His puck didn't stay on his stick. Happened very long. fast. Happened fast.
4: Early in the game.
0: Yes. But it was it was a dynamite goal. Oh, it was nifty. It was fantastic. And I love to see you guys, like, you just, you know. Oh, yeah, calm PB, roll, we were all
1: roll, rolling around on the ice together. Those guys, fun. when they start talking to hockey, then someone in the text chain started talking about uh, PB. the defenseman. Yeah. And then uh, I think it was Mel or somebody said, look, let's keep it to the Connors because not everybody in here wants, like, yeah. a full hockey
4: breakdown. Yeah, I I, that was brilliant. I told PB, I said, listen, we got to take this to a side text because yeah. you've got too many people in here who are yeah we we'll get pee. our
0: shirts off and we're go just over here there for there and, the Connors, yeah yes. mcdavid and, and, and
4: Bedard. that's my grade the it lived up to the hype i'm i'm not sure <laughs> how many people tuned in last night but i think there were probably some extra folks who checked in on the oilers and blackhawks on the espn national broadcast for the Connors to square off and i think they got what they showed up for last night so that's good for hockey and we Great got night. what
0: we expected, which was a 4, yeah. four, four 1 beating.
4: <laughs> we got our Connor Bedard. You got goal. your one Bedard goal,
0: and you got your 4 1
1: beating. All right, uh, Jeff Joniak uh, joins us next. We'll uh, talk Bears and Browns, and could this be something bigger than just a game? We'll uh, talk to him, the voice of the Bears, next.